Hello and welcome to OperaCast Extra. I'm David Ward. I'm joined again in the OperaCast car by our producer, Louise Garner. Hello. And we are on our way through the Sussex countryside on our way to Glyndebourne for the final of the 2020 Glyndebourne Opera Cup. We had a great time on Wednesday for the semi-finals, but today is the big day. The six finalists performing with the London Philharmonic Orchestra for the top prize. And those finalists, as a reminder, are Eric Ferring, Sung Ho Kim, Alexandra Lowe, Edward Nelson, Sivakazi Molteno and Meigui Zhang and I absolutely was not flicking through my programme to remind myself who those people were. Um, it's going to be a cracking final this evening, we'll be at Glyndebourne all day, we're going to be talking to the audiences, see what they make of the finalists, of course we'll be bringing you the results from the competition as well. Um, so we're going to concentrate on the road, it all kicks off in about an hour and a half's time uh, and we'll have updates uh, when we get there. So welcome to the final of the Glyndebourne Cup. I understand you were here on Wednesday for the semi-final. Yes. Uh, which are your favourites of the six singers we're going to be seeing today? Um, I really agreed with the choices. I remember, I'm going to read the names. Eric Ferring, um, the American, um, really struck a note. Um, and um, Miss Maltino. Ah, yes. Uh, the Met Sopra. Yes. yes, thank you. How is it? Sifakazi. <laughs> I needed to be told that. Um, yeah, um, that was very memorable, her performance. She had a very distinctive voice, didn't she? Almost kind of two voices, this very rich mezzo. Such a range. Yes. Very, very low and, and quite high as well. Yes, and she was really able to use it so well. Um, I, I really did love them and agree with. I think I predicted three of the winners. Okay. So can you tell us which of the three that you also wanted to go through that didn't, that didn't make it today? The, sometimes the tone of voice is just something I love and um, I really, really loved um, Olga Siniakova. Yes, she seems to have won over a lot of, a lot of fans. Olga. Yes, and I've got a little tick against Maya Karani as well. Ah yes, the American, a very, she was a very strong performer, wasn't she? Yes. She had this amazing presence, very sparkly dress. It was yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. But she was quite small and had a really, really beautiful tone of voice and it was strong still. So welcome to the final of the Opera Cup today. I understand you were here on Wednesday for the semi-final. I had a marvellous day. Who were your favourites on Wednesday? Were there any that, that didn't make it through to today? Yeah, I, we, we did a sort of selection and, and marked them. And of my top ten, three are here. But I'm very pleased because I loved the woman from South Africa whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah, Sifakazi. She was oh, How do you say it? Sifakazi. Sifakazi. She had oh. a, an astonishing voice, didn't she? Quite Stunch, unique. But more than that, it was that she had a stillness and her performance she felt she she convinced me I had no idea what she was singing about but I was there with her where some it was too staged but she so she had performance as well in my hand so, and I like the baritone who is through yes yeah. I'd say I'm surprised that the tenors are through but maybe you know what do I know <laughs> well there, there were three men three women in the final so maybe there was a I know but in the semi-final it was about what 12 six so yeah really <laughs> Were there any particular favourites on Wednesday that, that didn't make it through for you in your in your top ten? Yes, but who? Oh my gosh, it was in the the. I got them all marked. I can have a quick look. Am I allowed to? Yeah, we'll, we'll put it out. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I liked. I liked the mezzo soprano. Evgenia Asanova. Um, I liked. I did actually like um, 
I loved her doing from Cinderella. I it's Maya Pirani. It's a couple of people who said they really enjoyed her. Performance. I really enjoyed her. Um, gosh, my marking now. So she was through. She was one of mine. Sorry, one of mine. Mine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. You do start to feel very sort of personal over them, don't you? You know, you really in a competition, you feel a real, you know, affinity with them. They do become quite personal to you when they don't go through sometimes. Before listening to anybody this evening, if you had to make a prediction now, who you think might win? What on this jury? What they've done with the men? <laughs> I would like the South African woman to win. I think they might put the baritone through. Very I thought he was very accomplished. He had charm, charisma, loved his voice. And he was also last, so he was easy to remember. Which well, was and he did showstoppers, well. didn't he? <laughs> so, and he's doing, is he doing one of those? He's doing two Hamlets and then he's showstopper again, back, isn't back he? Again, Clever yes. programme. Clever programme, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Well, thank you for your predictions. Thank okay. you. So sat here on the odd store, I have a few moments to go. Louise, your uh, picks, what do you think is going to happen today? I think some people are going to sing. That's what I think is going to happen today. Um, Thank you for that, that insight. Well, you're, you're most welcome. That's what I'm here for. Um, I think Supercarze is obviously an audience favourite, just from having a chat with a few people beforehand. Um, I would agree on that. Um, also interesting to hear that some people maybe thought that the tenors shouldn't have come through, which is interesting. Um, but I think they're going to give great performances, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's interesting. We just had the running order. So in the first hour of today, they're each going to do two songs. They'll then be a break and they'll come do the, do the final song. So in the first section, we will get to hear all of them perform, which is quite exciting. Um, in the auditorium today, there's suddenly a lot more buzz than there was the other day. Um, I dare say it's probably going to be full today, but there seems to be a lot more kind of nervous anticipation, even from the audiences. Um, but I'm sure we're going to be in for a, for a great show. So uh, we'll come back at the interval after all the competitors have done uh, done two songs and uh, see how they're getting on. Yeah, I want to know what your picks are, David. <laughs> um, Sifakazi did really impress me the other day, but I think if someone's going to win today, Mei Guizhang. Interesting. I think uh, extraordinarily competent performer, and over three songs, I think her competence will win out. But we'll see. So we've just had the first half of this year's competition. Which of the, the singers stood out for you? Um, well, we were discussing it and it's really hard to decide because some of them are stronger in the singing and some of them are better as like performance um, and acting. So it's really hard to decide, I don't know. Was, was there one of the, the, the songs from many of the performers that particularly kind of stood out to you? Was there one where you think that the singing and acting really did come together? Um, I think, uh, I wish I had the guide with me because I don't remember the name of the singer, the third one. I think she was quite good because, I mean, I felt the connection with her. Um, Megui Zhang, was that the, the yeah, Chinese yeah, soprano? Yeah, yeah, the Chinese one. Um, I think I would vote for her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a spoiler alert. <laughs> so Louise, we've had two songs from each of the singers now. Who stood out in the first half? I thought Sipukaze was injured, like her second one was so much better than her first one. She doesn't suit that Chenarentula song. It was yeah, too she, heavy she started with Non Mester, which again I was, was an interesting choice for her voice, I thought. Yeah, and she just did so much better than the second one. I thought the second tenor actually stood out, Sung, Sung Ho Kim. Um, 
his voice seemed very effortless. He seemed totally at ease on stage. He brought on another prop, uh, which I love, love good prop. Um, seemed to really be enjoying himself. And I think that shone through. I thought he was really good. And I actually really enjoyed Alexandra Lowe as well. I think she used the stage very well. I think for me, actually, the person that I was least confident about coming into the final, actually, potentially some of the best so far, and that is Sung Ho Kim. Mm. Um, great stage present, a very natural voice. It's not a big voice, especially no. when it gets low, it gets completely drowned out. I did out. miss some of it. But it is a, it's a very natural tenor voice, and those top notes are wonderful. Um, no one, I think the big thing for me is no one stood out. Anyone no. I probably could sway me, yep. with, the, with the exception of one singer who I'm just not getting on with, and I'm not going to say, but there's one of them I just, I just don't get on with. Um, but it's going to be very interesting. I say this, uh, it's all to play for, I think, in the second half. <laughs> so we've had the final rounds. We've seen all the competitors. They've given us all they've got. Who's your favourite? Um, the American, Nelson. What, what was it about him that has really kind of spoken to you? It was his performance in the end. The whole kind of his singing, but actually the show bit as well. He really brought it out. And, yeah. And do you think that the competition in, in him has, has found a star? Have you been impressed with the quality of the competition? Yeah, he wasn't one initially. I liked him initially, but I was thinking more of the Chinese lady. I thought she gone really well. But... Um, so, so what was it about him in that final round that tips it over the edge? He just went for it. <laughs> yeah, and that was it, yeah. So we've had the final rounds of this year's Glyndebourne Opera Cup as two of our youngest audience members. Um, what were your thoughts? Who was your favourite singer today? Um, my favourite... Um, was uh, was it Edward? Yeah, um, he sang pieces from Hamlet, and I thought they were really good. What was it about Edwards that ma that made him your your favourite? What was it about his performance? Um, um, I thought he had he was quite strong and he was good at acting as well. He had good acting. And what about yourself? Who's your favourite singer today? I liked Edward too. And then why did you like Edward? What was it about him? I thought he was um, good at acting and he could do a lot, lots of things with his voice. Are you both regular opera goers? Are you singers yourselves? Um, I'm not a singer, no. <laughs> what yourself? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You've been inspired by what you've seen today. Would you like to be up there in, you know, 20 years' time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so Chris Addison, host of the Glyndebourne Opera Cup. You've been on stage at the Royal Opera House. We saw you there. They're 12. Fantastic. Oh, bless you. You've been involved in Glyndebourne for many years. How does opera compare to the world of TV and film? How does it compare? Well, it's it's related, I guess. It's uh, it's just another form of performance and another uh, form of storytelling. In the way that it, you know you go about putting one of them on or um, or performing it, it's much more formalised. I think there's there's much less room for um, improvisation or there's le there's less flexibility. Which for you must be quite difficult from the world of the thick of it and those sorts of things. Yeah, I, mean, I think if I were, I mean, you know, mercifully tonight I'm just uh, I'm just saying some words. So if something occurs to me, I can I can say it. But uh, I couldn't in the middle of an aria were I to sing it and you wouldn't want me to do that but were I to sing it uh, you know you can't suddenly kind of jazz uh, improvise although maybe maybe you can maybe that's something that, uh, that people are kind of finding finding a way to do but certainly in traditional opera no you uh, you've got to sing the notes that were put down and you hosted the uh, competition two years ago. How does this year compare to, to two years ago? Well, I, th I think they were both, I mean, fantastic years. This is interesting. I like the fact that they've cut uh, the number of finalists down. So two years ago, we had 10 
contestants singing two arias. Each this year we have six singing three um, in a sort of two and one formation. So they sing their two and then they come back and do one, which I think is a really interesting way of allowing them to show more range, uh, challenging them more, and also just cutting, like, you know, the, the more you cut this down, um, the, the, the higher the standard gets in a way. I think we have six extraordinary singers here uh, this evening. I was just talking to some of the audience who were saying, any one of them could could get it. You wouldn't be unhappy if you heard anybody's names called out uh, at the end. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's been an astonishingly high standard this year. Can you uh, tell us your favourite? Can I tell you my favourite? It, it genuinely changes. Uh, it genuinely changes. I absolutely. I think that I I, I love watching Song Mok Kim because uh, I I love his sense of humour as much as I think he's technically brilliant tenor. Um, I love his his performance. In fact, everybody has been uh, brilliant at the performance this year. Um, I love his sense of humour. I love the precision and the elegance of Meg Zhang. I think that she's extraordinary. Um, Sibakazi, uh, I thought uh, was fantastic. Uh, I was interested that she chose to do her Rossini as the first aria, which was quite a risky thing to do that Cenerentola with all the coloratura um, rather than something sort of more grounding to begin with I thought it was a big risk but she has an extraordinary voice and such a fantastic presence um, again uh, Edward Nelson remarkable choices to do the sort of the two uh, from Thomas Hamlet an opera that nobody knows not really and then to do two from the same was quite a, a, a risky thing and then to finish with the fireworks of Largo Alpha Totem you know, the most crowd pleasing aria you could possibly find was a clever way of, of structuring it I thought Alexandra was great and did an amazing job of opening a show twice she had to open twice which is really really difficult that's just it's just simply not a thing that anybody would ask to go out and do Eric Ferring has a lovely voice I mean I, you know they're all extraordinary aren't they there's just you can't you can't pick one, I don't think. Well, you've done a great job of summarising them all for us. So thanks, thanks very, very much. much. You've been a great host. We'll let you get back to the uh, announce the results. Bless you and good luck with the podcast. Thank you. So everyone's finished. We've spoken to the audience. We know what they think. Louise, final verdict. Su Young Kim is going to win. Audience prize is going to go to Edward Nelson. What's the other one? The uh, young, young jury. Young jury. Ugh. I'd like to see Mengwin Zheng get something. Um, well, very interesting just talking to our two very young audience members um, here today. Both of them went for Edward. Nelson Lago off Octoton was a clear favourite with the audience. A big applause at the end of that. It's a party piece, isn't it? You can't not be impressed when someone sings that piece. It's just so difficult. Um, he did it better tonight than he, he did um, in the semi-final. He didn't break on the top notes so much. Um, yeah, he's got it down to a T. As I say, it's a bit of a party piece, but I'm not sure the other pieces he sung really did it for me, and I think there was... Suyo Kim was much more consistent, I think, throughout the three pieces that he sang, and his tone was lovely. He knows how to play the room. He knows how to entertain people, and I think... It'll be very interesting to see what the jury make of it. Very interesting. We came into today saying that the women were the stronger bunch. And actually now you're looking at potentially two of the men winning. Um, if it was one of the one of the women, I think Meng Zhuzheng perhaps has the best chance. But we will see. They're about to announce, so we will uh, shut up now. So there we have it. Winner of the Glyndebourne Opera Cup 2020, the American baritone Edward Nelson. 
Uh, in second prize was the British soprano Alexandra Lowe, and in third place, the American tenor Eric Ferring. Uh, Louise, your immediate reaction to the news that uh, Edward is uh, this year's winner? Um, well done. Well done to him. Um, I think he really won over the audience and obviously the jury um, with um, his expressive performances he was quite intense in the hamlet that he sung and then obviously able to kind of switch it around and be very jovial and playful with the barbara seville that he did so i think his versatility was great i am a little bit surprised personally he wouldn't have been my top choice um but as i said before it's so hard to choose because they were all so good yeah i mean he, i he just he just didn't connect with me i mean i was i was quite surprised we, we spoke to a lot of the audiences before um the announcement was made a lot of he was a lot of people's favorites um he was also famous with the favorite with the the, the jury because he won um i mean it was interesting beforehand you know dame janet baker came on stage and said a lot of what they were looking for stephen language came on said what they were looking for um to be honest actually i'm not sure any of them really hit the heights for me to be perfectly honest edward nelson seems like a really good solid choice you know a good variety of repertoire he could do as in someone sort of putting them into the market so to speak he, he seems like a pretty good bet um yeah I, I, I still think for me he wouldn't he wouldn't have been my favorite to be honest but it wasn't a field i think of any standout candidate yeah i mean that's interesting to say i mean i really did that today think that um singing kim who actually won the um the little jurors prize i was about to call it um <laughs> the, young, the jurors, young jury prize the young jurors prize um i think he was quite a standout today um he just seemed to be so it seemed to be so effortless for him and he really enjoyed himself and his i think his voice had had really kind of i don't know just it, it got me a lot more today than in i wouldn't have even put him through in my top three on wednesday um so yeah, I mean, apart from that, I think I think they were difficult to choose from. Um, Alexandra's got a lovely voice. Again, she's very reliable. Put her in lots of different roles. Um, I think she'll go far. Yeah, I mean, I think the probably the, the two disappointments in a way for me, um, Megui Zhang, who really really impressed me in the semi-finals. She was very good today, but I think I was looking for her to to go up a gear. It all felt if not safe I think you said on, on, on Wednesday very well rehearsed but was there a little bit of spark was there a little bit of something different yeah. maybe wasn't wasn't there and I think partly that was reflected in the repertoire that she, she that she chose um, the other one that could have gone either way was, was Sifakazi our, our wonderful South African mezzo I think a really interesting choice of repertoire Chris Addison said it when we when we chatted to him her, her choice of Numpiumester the Cenerentola I I think think was was not a a, a great choice and um, i think ultimately mozart rossini french romantic is not where her career is going to be i think maybe it was just the the wrong competition rep for her this year put her in another year um with a different set of composers criteria than she you know she maybe could have gone far um yeah, she, I, think, she, I think she was um i loved her little vt where she said oh i really like doing sex sexy stuff but we, she didn't choose any of the sexy stuff. Yeah, very true. I mean, it would have been very interesting to see her do a bit of Carmen or something, you know. Um, 
but it was very it was the the kind of the fun Cenerentola and then there were two more sort of um more kind of intense um serious of doleful pieces which where the where the voice uh, worked worked much better um but that was a little bit disappointing for me Eric Ferring came in came in third he seems like a very solid dependable tenor um again perhaps missing some of the spark that we, we might like to see. I agree, Alexandra Lowe was a really solid competitor over the two days. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with all of their careers. And again, I think interesting with the jury, you know, you've got a mix of, you've got an artist manager on there, you've got companies looking to cast, and then you've got people like Thomas Allen, Felicity Lott, Janet Baker, you know, outstanding, outstanding singers. It would have been very interesting to know their individual thoughts, you know, where they're coming at it each from a different a different perspective. Um, but congratulations to, to Edward um, Sunyo Kim, uh, as, as Louise mentioned, winner of the Young Jury Award. And Meg Wee Zhang, the Chinese soprano, winner of the Audience Award, um, which is very interesting because she didn't seem to have a great reaction from the audience necessarily. Um, but she also kind of spoke to the people in the room. Um, so we've had a great couple of days at the Glyndebourne Opera Cup. Very interesting winner. We look forward to seeing what Edward Nelson uh, goes on to do. I mean, your overall experience of the past couple of days, Louise? Yes, it's been really good. Um, I think we mentioned it um, on Wednesday, but having the set there just made it a little bit more special, I think, um, than probably the other the other competitions that I've seen. Um, I really enjoyed finally being in a room for the competitions because we've seen uh, Cardiff Singer of the World on TV and Operalia on TV as well. So really nice to be in the room and hear them and get the audience reaction. Um, Especially when you someone does something, you know, someone ends on a particularly, you know, rousing uh, few notes, and sort of everyone kind of murmurs along afterwards, and you can kind of really feel the tension as well, which is quite nice. Um, so yeah, all in all, I think um, really, really good. Yeah, and I think a very, I mean, obviously you'd expect this, but a very supportive room, I think. Again, to to all of the competitors um, out there, you know, they all did a, a very, a very good job. Um, so if you are a, a Sky subscriber. Um, and you, you've missed the competition today, you can catch up uh, on Sky Arts. Um, if you haven't, I'm sure there must be various clips doing the rounds on social media. Make sure to uh, subscribe OperaCast Pod on Twitter. We're OperaCast on Facebook and OperaCast on Instagram as well. We'll make sure to, to share things. So if there are videos to be had of the competitors, you'll be able to see them with us. Um, join us in a couple of weeks' time. We'll have our uh, new main podcast, an interview in there with the uh, director of Grange Park Opera, Waspi Carney. You do not want to miss that interview. Waspi is a fascinating person to talk to. Um, I know she was there this evening doing some of the tele coverage. I uh, didn't get a chance to, to see her today, but I met with her in London a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you, you don't want to miss that interview. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to OperaCast wherever you get your podcasts, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>